In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset, everyone. What a great way to start the week, I'm telling you, with this radio show. I look forward to my Mondays, and that is pretty darn exciting. So this morning, I was enjoying my coffee at a favorite little neighborhood local coffee house, and I was reflecting back over my weekend. And, and you know, I, I went out with friends. I spent time with one of my daughters. I worked in my fabulous yard on my koi pond and I I ran in a big open field with my dogs and I got to chat with my 89-year-old mother. How lucky am I, you know? And and I, I went shopping and I cooked some gorgeous, healthy meals. And every one of these activities just reminds me of how blessed I really am and how much I enjoy the life that I am actively creating for myself every day in each one of my actions and every single action I take. And I, I just, I can't tell you, the gratitude levels just sometimes go through the rough, and I love that. It feels so good. And I hope that for everyone listening, you can say the same, because you know what? You deserve to enjoy your life, including your work, believe it or not, and I think everyone can look forward to Mondays. I get a lot of strange looks when I say, hey, it's Monday. I think that's fabulous, but everyone should look forward to Mondays. So I'd like to put that challenge out there to everyone listening. You know, ask yourself now, how much do I enjoy my life? And are you really doing the things that feel important to you and feel good to you? Not just important, but good, feel really good to you. Do you look forward to a fulfilling future or do you fear things like aloneness and maybe financial problems, or goodness forbid, ill health. Well, in today's show, we're going to talk about how you can deliberately manifest events and the things that you desire so that you're able to enjoy more of the life that you dream of and look forward to a really happy, fulfilling future instead of living in fear of your future. So our guest today is author, speaker, and chief executive officer of Andrus Consulting, Kristen Andrus. Now, as a consultant, one of Kristen's clients is Oprah's beau, uh, Stedman Graham, who Kristen has worked with for over six years. And as an author, Kristen brings us the book, Imagine Being in a Life You Love. 
And if you're ready to take control of your life, then this book is for you. Today on The Million Dollar Mindset, you're going to learn some of the very secrets that Kristen employs with clients like Stedman Graham. Hello, talk about enjoying your life, right? And other top business figures and and how she helps these people, these clients, to take the reins of life in their own hands. How, I don't know, empowering is that, right? Kristen, welcome to The Million Dollar Mindset. Oh, Marla, thanks so much for having me. And I have to say, I love the description of your weekend. And uh, I'm headed to Naperville to find you because I want to have that weekend with you, too. <laughs> oh, how fun would that be? You know, I <laughs> love that. I have a little guest room, and every now and then, if one of my clients is really super stressed out, I'll say, well, come on. You're going to spend the weekend. We're going to relax and meditate and oh, just perfect. have a grand old time. I know. Well, and you know I'm an Illinois girl originally. I, I lived in uh-huh. Illinois um, for the majority of my life, and just uh, about three years ago, hightailed it west uh, out here to San Diego. But I always tell people I'm a, I'm a small-town girl with really big dreams. And uh, I grew up in a little town called Pittsfield, Illinois, where I always say there were more pigs than people. <laughs> it was the greatest foundation. So, yeah, yeah. So we share, we share some, some, I think, of the same territory there in Illinois. And look at you now. Wow, you manifested the life of your dreams, it looks like. You know, it is a journey. It's just, you know, it's not a, a, a one-stop shot. It's something you need to put your attention on on an ongoing basis. But if you asked me probably 10 years ago, where would I be right now? You know, I don't know that I would have thought I'd be where I am. And, and I love my life. People say, you know, you wrote this book. Imagine being in a life you love. Well, are you in a life you love? And I tell them, oh, more often than not. I mean, there's something in our book that we might get to called the pings of life or the setbacks, and, you know, everybody has those, but the thing is, if you have your perspective in the right place and you realize you're the cause of what happens in your life and you could be accountable for that, you, you manifest your destiny so much more quickly with all the right people coming into your path. It's an amazing domino effect. It really is, and and the way you phrase that, I, I just love it. And so, Kristen, I think my first question to you is going to be exactly about that. You know, when an individual is in a place where they're surrounded by what, what they feel is misfortune, bad luck, you know, people who don't support them, how in the world, uh, you know, in that situation, can a person turn around and say, okay, I've created this, and now I'm going to undo it or change it. Right. Where do they begin? You know, Tony Robbins has a quote of mine that's a favorite, and it's, your past doesn't equal your future. Mm-hmm. And really, where I think people have to begin is by conscious choice. You have to, to, to consciously take ownership of where you are and where you want to be. I mean, check in with yourself. How is life going for you? What does happy look like? Are you in that perpetual hamster wheel that many of us get on, or are you working toward your dreams very specifically? Mm-hmm. And then what they really need to do is define your intentions. You know, what do you want to be doing or, or being in the world to, that will then step you toward the life that you love and declare those intentions? Um, in, in Imagine Being in a Life that You Love, there's a, um, there's a planner that steps people through the creation of where it is that they need to go. Um, there's always a gap between where you are and where you want to be. So the planner helps you actually define in a very detailed way what are your intentions and then what are the actions that are going to help you close that gap. Once you have, that, have gone that far, what you need to do is reach out to your lifelines. Um, the lifelines are the people in your life that you trust and who support you. And you have to tell them what you're up to in the world and get leverage on yourself. We call this boxing yourself in to box yourself out. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure these people will hold you to account and give them permission to do so. And then there's another group of people that you really need to invite into your world, and these are the people called your super champions. And super champions are usually people that are doing or being in the world what you want to do or be, but you don't really know them yet. Um, you oh. can find them online. You can identify the people that resonate with you, model them, put yourself in the way of them. I, I declare an intention in, uh, in the book about wanting to work with Bono of you too. So in every conversation, just like this one, I tell people I'm so interested in being a contribution to the one campaign, you know, the fight against poverty and AIDS globally. And he's using his celebrity to that effect um, and his know-how and knowledge. So just last week, I was in a conversation with a dear friend of mine um, who's become a dear friend of mine in, in the short, in just the relative short term. And I, I told her I want to work with Bono. And she said, oh, well, I know the edge in you too. <gasps> And she said, put together a one-pager, and I'll get you in front of him. And that's how it works. Really, people are so much more accessible than we really understand. So find your super champions. They already know how to do what you want to do or be and get in the way of them. And then the last thing I would suggest as a tip is get rid of the temp excuses. You know, temp stands for time, energy, money, and people. And those are always the little things that rise up (laughs) that if we acknowledge them, we can likely kick them to the curb. So say that again, time. Time, energy, money, and people. The temp excuses are temporary. Ah, oh, I love that. And, you know, those are all huge ones. You know, people will say, especially the money. Money is is definitely a really big one. You know, how can I afford to hire a coach? How can I afford to change this? How You know, so how, tell me about that, a little bit more about that. You know, if someone does feel really crunched within these temp excuses, where do they begin to change this? You know, I, I would say make the temp excuses work for you. So if you're worried about time, you know, can you get up a half an hour earlier in the day? Do you really need to watch American Idol? (laughs) Uh So really reshuffle how you organize your day. You know, I'm a list maker, you know, so create priorities for yourself and then work toward the priorities. The other thing is look at the costs and the consequences of not doing what you set out to do. I mean, if the reward is going to be more so for you, then you're going to take the action to do it and you're going to get the leverage on yourself and get creative. I mean, there are so many ways to either save or obtain money. You know, I've asked for help um, in the publication of this book, and people have been really willing to invest in my dream and in my future. So I think people don't necessarily want to ask for the help that they need, but you can get it, and it's amazing how much of it will come back to you. And and people support other people. They just need to be asked. Yeah, I find that so true. Even strangers are willing to support strangers. And um, I think that it's important that, you know, in giving that support to others, we find that it also comes back to us as needed. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. And, and you had an occasion to do that this weekend. I did. How us. I had the most miraculous experience this weekend at the grocery store. There are three things that I don't like to do. That's go to the grocery store, the hair salon, or get a pedicure. But they're necessary evils. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> when, I, when I go to the grocery store, I, I'm like a NASCAR driver with my cart. I just fly through the, the lanes and get to the checkout as fast as I can. Well, I got to the checkout, and the cashier said, go to the next line. I think you're going to get through more quickly. She probably saw me, like, frantically going through the store. So I get all of my belongings, my purchases on the, on the conveyor belt, and I notice the guy in front of me is picking things off of the conveyor that he can't purchase because he doesn't have enough money. So I reached into my wallet and I said, you know, what does he need? 
And, and he's like, no, 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 that's okay. And I said, no, I've got it. What do you, what do you need? Well, I'm thinking, you know, $30 or $40. He needed $11 to pay for his oh. belongings. What had happened? And I learned his, his wallet was stolen. He's a personal chef, and he had an event that day for which he needed those items on that conveyor belt, or the entire event would have been disrupted and a lot of other people upset. And so you he told saved me, the day. And he told me I saved the day. So it just, you know, but I walked out of there with a big bounce in my step. It yeah. felt so great. Everybody was surprised. I'm like, don't be surprised about those things. Make them happen. Invite those things oh, into your consciousness. Kristen, you know, attract the opportunities to be the light. Yeah, and we're going to go into a break, Kristen. That is so sweet. Thank Thank you. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. With your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend It principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer. And my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out GirlfriendIt.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome back. We have just heard the most heartwarming story from our guests. We're here with a woman who really understands living in the light, author and consultant Kristen Andrus. You can find more on Kristen, and don't forget to grab a copy of her book at imaginebeing.com. So imagine being in a life you love. It certainly sounds like Kristen knows how to do that. And uh, thank you so much, Kristen, for sharing that story. Tell us how it, how it ended. 
Wait, you know, I don't think it has ended. I think ah. it's, it's um, what was interesting is he gave me his business card. Um, I shot him an email when I got back and just said, you know, thanks for that opportunity. Mm. And so I think now I've made a new friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think other, so. I, I put it out on Facebook. and just I, I had the coolest experience, and I gave a really short description of it. And you never really know how things are going to be responded to on Facebook, but the, the responses were numerous, and people mm. were so excited about it, and they reposted it on sites. I just think it's a really nice indicator of people really needing to hear the good stories. There are, yeah. are a lot of bad stories out there, um, but there are so many good ones that just need to be brought to light. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and don't you love that about Facebook? You get to see a lot of really heartwarming stories out there. Right. So th- thanks for adding to that. And, you know, Kristen, from another perspective, you know, you did this without even thinking. I know. I mean, I can just tell we don't know each other, but I can just tell, you know, you did that without thinking of the consequences or the benefits. You just wanted to help someone. And this, I think, is all a part of living in the light because, um, you know, or there's another part to it, actually, that that it does come back to you in so many ways when you do this so selflessly. It really does. You know, it just... The, the ripple effect that it causes, I mean, everybody around you feels good, uh, mm-hmm. which hopefully means they're going to give a smile to somebody else. And right. when people reposted my Facebook post, I ended up getting all these friend invitations with people mm-hmm. saying, oh, I read your story, which isn't, isn't that nice. I mean, there are people that I didn't know, but somebody that I knew knew. I mean, right. another, another, you know, indicator of the connectedness, you know, of humanity, really. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things we did with Imagine Being in a Life You Love, um, the book is broken into five parts, the, the last of which is being the light, you being the light. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Jackie, I have a co-author, Jackie Jean Lowry from the UK. She's an international executive coach who I actually met through Sedman. And mm-hmm. we have had so many people that have shown us such generosity that we wanted to highlight an entire portion of our book to being the light for others and to, the whole idea of, of pay it forward. And mm-hmm. we're establishing at um, imaginebeing.com a global community of people so that we can share our trials and our triumphs and learn from one another. You know, in the writing of Imagine Being in a Life You Love, we tell our own personal stories and we tell the stories of others, and they're really raw and they're really real. And mm-hmm. we invited some people into the process to, to share their stories and They were incredibly reluctant. And what that helped us understand is that sometimes we hide from our stuff. But you know what? Our stuff is probably similar to somebody else's one within a hundred yards of you. And if you, it's okay if you made, you know, you played your choice cards in a bad way and made some mistakes. You know, it's okay. Who you are, the authentic you, and what lights you up is perfectly fine for you. So we just want people to know that you're not alone in this. You know, the journey of life isn't a straight line. It's bouncy and zigzaggy and goes all over the place sometimes. <laughs> but there are those of us that have gone through it and transcended it and are willing to reach out a hand to help. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when, that when people are able to reach out, it's probably the first sign that they are ready to take control of, of their life and, you know, take those reins in their hands. So right. what's the next step? Okay, so we're looking at the temp excuses and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're thinking about surrounding ourselves with these, um, I'm sorry, what did you call them, the support people? Lifelines and super champions. I love that, lifelines <laughs> and super champions. Whoa. Okay, so, so we're doing that piece. What's the next step? 
Well, I think one of the things that we do in Imagine Being is we give people permission to be human. I mean, often we are very long on intentions and short on action, and we're going to experience setbacks. Um, we, we call these, you know, the pings, the stuff of life, and unfortunately, we can't de-ping life. You're going to either stub your toe or you're going to have some, hopefully not, but some unfortunate tragedy at some point potentially. And you really have to be resilient through that. You have to confront it head on. Um, and not be surprised when things kind of go off course because they just will. It's part of our existence here. So you have to choose whether you let the pings rule you or will you take the power over the ping. I, I think it's also really important to recognize how you're reacting and how that's working for you. Um, and sometimes it's, it's, it's always helpful, I think, to look at how is it affecting someone else? How is your reaction affecting someone else? Um, I have had some really significant pings in my life. I lost a brother um, to gunshot about 19 years ago. And, of course, my, my mom and my father did as well. And I had to watch my parents go through that. And my mom took a long time to overcome it, as you might imagine. But I, I remember saying to her one day, Mom, I want my mom back. And that was the trigger that helped her recover because she didn't realize the effect that her response was having on me. Sure. So the people around you are affected by your reaction. Um, and wow. we're going to fall off our daily commitments. It's just important that we get back on. And you were quite brave to, to say that to her, too. Well, my mom is remarkable. I tell her, yeah. I, I, I told you before, Marla, that I tell her she's the most popular senior citizen in the tri-state area. <laughs> <laughs> this is a woman that you know, she was, she was uh, divorced when I was six years old. And then, you know, my father's very active in my life, love him to death. Um, but she raised three kids, you know, on, on her own during the week. And then she did get remarried, but her, her husband, my stepfather, passed away of a massive heart attack in her presence. Um, she's a breast cancer survivor. She lost her son. Wow. And you will not see the woman without a, a smile on her face and joy. Her house is always wow. full of people. You know, and that's, that's the power over the ping. Everything that she's learned has deepened her empathy and understanding of other human beings. And she wants to share her light with them because she was able to really overcome so much. And it's right. made her gentle and loving in a different way. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, boy, can I tell where you've gotten your inspiration and positive <laughs> can-do attitude from? <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. So, so that brings me to another question altogether, Kristen, um, that just kind of occurred to me. You know, I hear you speaking, and I hear how how beautifully optimistic and energetic you are. Um, do you believe that that is uh, something that we're brought into the world with, or can it be an acquired quality? I think it can be a cultivated quality. Okay. I, I think, you know, I, I'm speaking with um, um, women at a shelter when I'm home in Illinois. I, I promised my parents when I moved to San Diego I'd be home once a quarter. And I, I head back on Thursday, and I get to speak to a lady at the, at the homeless shelter. And, you know, I was thinking about when you talk with people that may be a little bit down and out, you know, about imagine being in a life you love, where do you begin? And I thought, you know, by helping them understand that they have within them all that they need. They're so creative, but nobody maybe has told them that they are. They're so brilliant, yes. but nobody has said, wow, you have it. So just being that person for another and being that person for yourself, too, you know, gives you a different mindset about how you approach life and, and how you frame up what's going on in your life. Yes. So I actually think that, you know, optimism is, you know, every day when you get out of bed, you know, choose. You want happy, you want sad. If you want sad, mm -hmm. how's that working for you? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> You're so right. 
And and on those days, I know I have my little routine. I mean, let's face it, we're all human. Um, even those of us who have our routines and practices that we use throughout the day to keep our, our vibrational energy up, we still can wake up on the wrong side of the bed from now on, from every now and then, right? Right. So I have my little routines that I go through in the morning, which include things like, you know, doing my affirmation work and just being silly and playing and dancing with my dogs and my gratitude work and things like that. Is there anything that you suggest um, people to embrace? Yes. We have something in the book that we've coined SPDs, Special Person Days. Mm. And when you do have that time, when you, and I do too, it, everybody has those days where you just, you wish you had like the Staples easy button. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but we, we say, okay, take an SPD, a special person day, give yourself 24 hours to wallow in your stuff, and then get over it and get on with it. Yeah. You know, so, and I wish there was a silver bullet to it, but it really is putting your attention on feeling better, on doing better, on being better. And I think when you put your focus on the positive side of it, you're much more apt to manifest that. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And and I love those kinds of guidelines. Like you said, take 24 hours to wallow in your yeah. stuff and then get on with it. You know, another one that I've heard, actually, a friend told me this one is tell it to three people. You mm. know, you've got stuff going on, tell it to three people and then shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right. And allow those three people to tell you to if you if it's going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I love this. These your your all your acronyms. Temp, SPD. I love this. Well, you know, there's there's been so much written in personal development. It's sometimes they're rewriting of it in a different way and from a different yep. angle, and maybe with a different lexicon, and certainly with Jackie and me from a woman's perspective. You know, so we just we wanted people to understand that. Yes, we want you to imagine being in a life you love, and we also realize that sometimes that's going to be tough. So understanding how to manage the setbacks and the pings, I think, is a really a real differentiator in our book. Yeah, yeah. And I think another another key point, for me at least, has been um, to realize that when I do have those, those down days, that it's temporary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to, the tides will change, and that is within my power. <laughs> right. That's so true. I, I have the opportunity to work with a person named Dr. Jeff Spencer, and Jeff was with um, Lance Armstrong and the U.S. Postal Team for the seven uh, wins at the Tour de France when, when Lance was there and then the eighth when he wasn't there. And he just knows a lot about how the human mind and body work. And I've called him before and said, I just can't get on it today. And he's like, then step away from it. And I said, yeah. well, it makes me really nervous and stressed if I step away from it. He's like, but the thing is, your skill set doesn't change. You can come <sighs> back to it, and you're going to know how to do what you need to be doing. If it's not in flow for you today walk away and come back to it when it is, and then it will happen so much more simply. I thought that was really good advice because sometimes when we feel like, oh, gosh, did I make the wrong choice, or can I do this, or am I good enough, mm-hmm. you have to come back to the fact that the answer is yes, yes, you can, if you yes. choose it, because there's plenty to learn from. And what this all adds up to is we're all human. We all have to work at this, and don't give up. You know that anybody can do this. Anybody can manifest their dreams, Right. right. And have a sense of humor about it. Yes! <laughs> you know, it's, yes. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing, you know, if you go for a skip around your block, it might be a little different than a walk. There you go. We're going to go into a break and come back with Kristen Andrus in just a moment.
Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's time. Time for some R&R. Sure, rest and relaxation is good, but reinvention and re-energizing is even better. Time for some R&R with Rachel Wright. Happens Tuesdays at noon, 11 a.m. Central. Part of the Her Inside Network. You see, when life throws you a curveball such as divorce, the arrival of twins, a loss of a job, or you just seem to be stuck in a rut of your everyday routine, R&R offers you the escape you're seeking. Rachel will introduce you to friends who have been there and done that and chose to reinvent their lives. They will share stories on how they have successfully coped with mind-bending situations. And instead of being a victim of circumstances, they have decided to sit in the driver's seat and take control of the course their life will take. And most importantly, they're enjoying the ride. Check out Rachel's books and her website at themotheroftheinvention.com. Plus her page on Facebook, Time for Some R&R. It's time for reinvention and re-energizing. Time for Some R&R. With Rachel Wright, Tuesdays at noon, 11 a.m. Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, rebuilding, building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her inside network on toginet.com and now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. So we're here taking a skip around the block, not a walk, but a skip with author and speaker Kristen Andrus, and we're having so much fun doing it. Uh, continue to learn and have more fun when you pick up Kristen's book at imaginebeing.com. What we're talking about here today is is one of the things anyway, because we're we're covering so many topics, I love it, uh, is learning to think more optimistically and grow into that knowing place of it, just having absolute faith that the the reins to your life are in your hands and are within your control. And that takes us kind of to an, another space, Kristen, is that that knowing place. When How will people feel that shift of knowing that, okay, I can be in the driver's seat here. What are some of the things that happen? You know, I, I think we get evidence of that. You know, when we're, when we're putting our intention and attention together, you know, you, you're going to find that all of a sudden the, the article that you needed that had an answer in it, is, it, it finds its way to your inbox or a person that you needed to know. I mean, like you and, you and me now, Marla, meeting, you know, mm-hmm. is it, in the way of you. You get evidence when you're on purpose, with purpose, um, yes. You also get evidence when you're off purpose. 
um, you know, I had a really specific piece of evidence that happened to me when I got off purpose last year. I actually ended up severing my ACL in my in my oh. leg. That's the ligament that holds your leg together. Oh, yeah. And I had grown my business exponentially when I first came here to San Diego, but I wasn't. It was I was doing work I could do, but it didn't necessarily give me a lot of passion. Um, so I was working way too many hours, and I wasn't slowing down. I got I got vertigo, and I ignored it. And then you know I was giving the big ping over the head that said, "Oh, well, we're just going to wipe out your leg for a little while, so that you have to slow down and take some physical therapy and lay still for 15 minutes at the end of it." Right. <laughs> so you definitely get evidence. But I think yes. the way that you start to uh, form the op- to optimism and, and really the, the declaration of your wanting to live a life you love is by having an unshakable belief system. You know, you have to believe that you have within you all that you need and that anything that you want to manifest is within your realm to be able to do so. So the possibility of it is something that you have to buy into. You, mm-hmm. you can be the cause of what happens in your life and your own opportunity maker. You have to become responsible, 100% responsible for owning the, the direction of your life and designing it accordingly. And then you have to hold yourself to account. We're really good as human beings at letting ourselves off the hook. So you have to hold yourself to account. And you have to get other people involved, you know, like the yeah. telling that of three people um, in the support system for you. So talk a little bit, Kristen, because this is... Um this is something I talk to my clients about a lot is holding yourself in account. And, and one of the issues that we need to deal with in that conversation is differentiating between holding yourself in account and self-blame. So how do you differentiate between the two? Well, I think there is self-blame. I mean, that's, that's a little whisper sometimes we get in our heads, right? And mm-hmm. we, we do the negative self-talk and sometimes it, it just... It, Stop it. I mean, there's a, there's a phrase, you know, cancel, cancel. So yeah. when you start hearing the whispers, then, you know, stop it. Say to yourself, cancel, cancel. Or, or, or get up out of your chair and, and do a chicken dance around your room. Whatever it is, <laughs> you, you know, you need to shake up your, you know, where you are, your state. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, self, self-blame, really, how far does it get you? It's a conversation with you, right? So it's yes. the conversation to, you know, how can I invigorate myself? And what do I need to learn in order to be, you know, in a better position to accomplish this? Um, and the accountability piece, you know, if you, if you slip, like, I don't always, I don't accomplish everything I put on my to-do list on a Sunday by the end of the week, but then I reprioritize. I make a course correction. I don't let it go by the wayside, but I redirect my energy, and I change my plan as needed in order to accomplish what I've set out to. Yes, I'm, I'm hearing some wonderful NLP practices in ah. your tone. <laughs> changing your state and changing your course, yes. Right. Well, that's another thing. You know, put it out there. If you really want to be up to a big game in the world, you know, oh. put it out there. Let people know that this is what you want. I, I, you know, Tony Robbins is somebody I've studied. That's probably where you're oh, getting yeah. the states in the NLP. He, and Tony, unbeknownst to him, at least so far, uh, changed my life when I was very young. I went to his... Um, Unleashed the Power Weekend, walked on coals, and came back and ended in a very abusive relationship I had been a participant in. So in the book, I, I say, you know, Tony's one of my super champions, and I want to work with Tony. Now, the reality of that is I'm probably not even a half a degree removed from Tony. He lives in San Diego, and I have a friend who's good friends with his son, and I have another friend who used to work with him and help write with him in Fiji. So I'm really close to him, but you have to then be really clear on what's your intention, Right. So I'm sorting out, what is it that is my offer for somebody like a Tony or a Bono? What, what's my contribution to the table? 
And then there's that whole art of reciprocation that has to happen around that too. Mm-hmm. I love that is that piece about setting your intention. And when, when you're, when you're in life and you're looking around your life and you're thinking, okay, this is not so hot. I want to change it. That's probably not enough. And that work to set the intentions and to realize your vision and your dreams and, and get past all of the lack of deserving stuff right. is a really important part of the work. Right. That, and, you know, I think people, don't know sometimes how to begin. Yes. So, in, you know, imagine being, the concept came to me on New Year's Eve 2007. I'm sitting outside on New Year's Eve day, and I, I, when I moved to San Diego, I moved to the land of Oz. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. I call it the bowling alley of inspiration. Hot air balloons mm-hmm. lift off over the golf course in my backyard. Oh. So, <laughs> so Do you need a there. roommate? Oh, my how goodness. How is it? <laughs> But, you know, I'm that girl that's been there, done that, got the T-shirt with all the personal development initiatives, and I'm sitting outside because I am a geek that on New Year's Eve day, <laughs> I write my goals and intentions for the year yeah, and reflect on the year in review. And I was having a hard time because I'd instigated so much chaos in my life with the move across country and away from family and friends. And I thought, wow, I know this system and process, and I'm struggling. So if I am, so is somebody else. So that was the voice I wanted to have and the contribution I wanted to make in the world is to simplify this for others. So in Imagine Being in a Life You Love, we include within the book itself a whole planner section that guides you step-by-step through the process of declaring your intentions and your actions and your lifelines and identifying who they are and how to engage them. And we also include a whole workbook, um, which is also a free download at at imaginebeing.com if you want to go there. A lot of people don't like to write in their books, which is really interesting. So um, we we just wanted to have an all-inclusive package to make this so much simpler for people. It is so well thought out. I think I'm going to have to include it as a must-read in my coaching programs. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. It is, uh, we think so much on the same path. I'm really enjoying yeah. your description of the book, and I'm definitely going to have to pick up a copy or two and, and uh, start recommending this because, you know, it's not um, – you're making it all tangible and, and realistic and doable. And another thing that I – love, Kristen, is, and I think this is an important um, observation for our audience, is that you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth, and your life has not been void of the big pings, and you are teaching and speaking from experience, and uh, I honor that. That is so important. Well, thank you. You know, I am really very blessed with a strong foundation of incredibly supportive parents. You know, and, and I think, you know, it's, you can look at outside of yourself and, and think the grass is greener, but what, what your mm-hmm. authentic you is really what you are intended mm-hmm. to be up to in the world. Right. And I think, you know, I was just, I was given a voice and an inclination to serve. You know, and I, I've been behind the curtain for a long time with, with the work with Sedman, which has been wonderful to witness, you know, him taking mm-hmm. stages around the world, affecting people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I finally thought, wow, you know, God gave you a voice too. So uh, step up and use it. <sighs> I love it. Now, was there something that happened in your life, Kristen, that that, that helped you realize that God gave you a voice to step up and use it? Yeah, actually, there was. It's an, it's an interesting story. I, you know, I, I'm a I'm a Christian. I I um I love I love the stories of of you know the the Bible and this kind of thing. And I have my Bible from seventh grade. The Good News uh-huh. Bible. It's tattered uh-huh. and torn, and it sits on my nightstand. And I, every time I'd open it, just to get some sort of encouragement, 
Uh, it would go to Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 10. And in, in summary, it basically says, I gave you a voice, go forth and speak, you're not too young. And I thought, okay, how many indications do you need? <laughs> Hello, universe, you're talking with me. <laughs> so, so, and and I, I always enjoyed speaking with people and helping people, and it's just it's sort of an innate ability that I was given to take people's yes. issues or ideas and explode them to the possibilities. You know, I have had a lot of bad stuff happen in my life from, you know, divorce to death to abusive relationships to, you know, injuries that are significant. But the thing is, you just can't let it stop you. You just can't let it stop you. You have to realize that it's teaching you something that you're intended to utilize elsewhere yes. in your life so for other people, yeah. too. So I think yeah. that's why I have the perspective I have. And, and that's beautiful. You pointed out something that I've been eager to, to talk about as well, because it's something that gets me through, is knowing that, you know, when one of these pings hit your, your life, that it doesn't feel good. But if you look at it from a learning perspective and you understand from the metaphysical viewpoint that it's happening to you for some reasons. And one right. of those reasons is it's a learning curve that you're ready for. Right. Yes, I think so. You know, and I think when you're in that place where you're just feeling down, one one strategy can be, you know, talk about with yourself and get a get a piece of paper and jot your notes or get some sticky notes and put them all over your room. But what does happy look like? You know, what does happy feel like? Mm. You know, and put the good energy right within your line of vision so that you're looking at it all the time and you're reminded, even subconsciously. And mm. then, you know, if you were really up to anything in the world and there were no limitations, what would that look like for you? I think yeah. sometimes getting out of the, the scope of limited thinking and into the big picture thinking, it changes how you feel inside and can help you get out of the ping a little bit more quickly. So, Kristen, we're going to go in, in a break, uh, into a break in about a minute. And when we come back, I'm, gonna, I'm going to pose a question to you now and um, ask you to do a little coaching for me, if that's okay. Sure. Because this is all resonating with me in a way that I don't talk about a whole lot. And I think it'd be interesting to work it out on air. I'm going to put myself out there. You know, what does happy look like? One of the places that I get stumped is a relationship. My husband Mm -hmm. passed some years ago, and I've been in some relationships that have changed my life in some limiting ways, ways that I don't like. And so I've been outside of relationships for three years now. And while I thirst for that relationship, I go right to... What does happy look like? Well, I am happy. Mm. You know, I don't want anyone to have the power to change that. I don't want to have limitations to my freedom put on that. And I really like to change that mindset. So we're going to go into break. And I I want your feedback when we come back. Okay, sounds great. (laughs) Thanks, Kristen Andrus. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Sweet dreams are made of these. 
Were you shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps? Then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer, Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and got the t-shirts. Check out their website, ltdchix.com. Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with daily. Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, I hope that all of you are enjoying this show as much as I am here with author and international speaker and and best-selling author, actually, Kristen Andrus. And make sure that you pick up a copy of this book because, you know, I, I think I'm serious when I say I'm going to incorporate it into my coaching program. It has a lot of answers so, <laughs> and a lot of ways to achieve the answers, right? So going into break, I really put myself out there, my authentic self. <laughs> and Kristen, I'd love your feedback on, on my question. Well, first, thank you, because that takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there and I think if, if all of us did more of that, we'd actually probably manifest a whole different set of things in our lives. Mm, it's funny you. because, you know, with the idea of relationship, I always say, oh, the Brothers Grimm kind of threw us a bill of goods, right? <laughs> uh, with the whole Cinderella story. Right, um, right. And the whole idea of you complete me, you know, really, you're, you're complete as you are, especially you, Marla. You're incredibly self-contained. So I would ask you, you know, have you defined what a complementary relationship looks like for you? Nope, I haven't because I can't get that far. (laughs) I freeze up and I go, no, no, God, not again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you use the word complementary relationship, it maybe will give you a different way to frame it up. Because it's not just about you giving to the life of the other person. It's about that person giving to your life as well, right? right. So right. I would sit outside, go quiet. You know, just go quiet. Or when you're running with your dog, and, and put that in your subconscious. Um, have you defined, or how would I define a complementary relationship? 
And then the other thing I would suggest, have you, have you documented your non-negotiables? Um, no. That would be a good thing, too. Because if the person comes into your life and he doesn't meet, you know, you have some that, yeah, I'm okay to negotiate a little bit on this one, but this one, absolutely not. So then you're kind of not going to invest the time in a situation where you discover that one of your non-negotiables has been breached. You know what? I love this because you know what that brings up a realization for me is that that's where I'm stuck because I don't think I trust myself mm-hmm. to move out of a relationship that is, is defined in non-negotiables. So if, if you're worried about that, then if you discover that somebody has breached a non-negotiable, what is your plan of attack or your backup plan for moving on? How can you get that leverage on yourself to say, oops, done? You know, and it could be something like, you know, I need to go away for a weekend and just get closure uh-huh. in my mind on it. Um, and the other, the other thing is that with that is ask yourself the question, what do you get and give up? If you continue to invest time in a relationship that isn't going to pan out down the way because the non-negotiable is going to be the deal killer, uh-huh. <laughs> you're wasting your time. You know, so um, in, in, in it when you think that the non-negotiable has been breached. And by the way, I'm no relationship expert, but these are just some things I've witnessed in my own life. The other thing I'd I'd suggest to you is um, pick up a book by Ariel Ford called The Soulmate Secret. Yes, I love Ariel Ford. Yeah, she's fantastic. I had lunch with her a couple weeks ago, and um, but the book has several different techniques in it to really clear you of the block that you might be facing. Mm Hmm. I will do that. This is so helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. And I would say, too, you have fears around this, like, am I going to give up my freedom? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, document what your fears are and then reframe them. You know, what if you receive, what if your freedom was was just compounded because you had this individual in your life? So think about it in a different way, what you would receive. Um, and could you get help with your life and your business as a, as a single person? I mean, those are things that you have complete control over the, everything that happens in your life and complete responsibility. How great would it be to share that with somebody else? Mm-hmm. This is wonderful. And, and thank you, Kristen. This is so helpful. And it, it brings about yet another point, and that is that, um, I mean, I'm a coach. I help people with these things. But when we're working on ourselves, it's really much more difficult to do. And so reaching out to surround yourself with those support people that we talked about earlier is really critical to success. It is. It is. You know, we're all given different skill sets for a reason. And it's so interesting because I hear it all the time. It's harder to apply what we know to ourselves or our businesses than, than to other people. And sometimes, if you know that you're going to impact another person, women especially, are going to do something for another person sometimes before themselves. So if you can add that sort of accountability into the equation where, you know, somebody's waiting on a piece of of information that you're trying to create, um, and it's going to affect how they live their lives, you're you're going to be a lot more disciplined to get to the point. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So some really great tips for Marla. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope that that gives our listeners, um, you know, a demonstration on how you can apply these things to your own life. Because, you know, we, we, we all have the, the way of sitting there saying, yeah, but I swear to goodness, I want to. Oh. 
has the same um, the same kind of uh, things that hold them back, right? Right. You know, in the book, we talk about the ah, but, and the if only. And, you know, all of us are like, oh, I want to do this, but, ah, but. <laughs> or if only mm-hmm. I had this, then I could do that. You know, and the reality is, you know, if you do take the reins of life in hand, then you, you just need to step onto the path and keep on walking, you know, mm-hmm. and then pull people onto it with you that can help and support you because, again, they will. Right. And that's important to remember, too. You're pulling people on who can help and support you, not taking responsibility for someone else you think should come on for the ride. Right. Yeah. yeah. The idea is to take the reins in your hands, you know, yes. and not, not try to hand them over to somebody else to do it for you because it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody else is going to take as much responsibility for your life as you personally can. Right. Right, and that's true. And and so, again, oh, my head is just spinning with all these wonderful um, ideas and questions. I love speaking with you. This is so fun. Uh, um, you. you know, we... we we have limiting beliefs, and, and one that I'll hear very often is, well, my husband, because I work mostly with women, my husband doesn't support me in this. My husband brings me down. My husband this, my husband that, and I can't change him. And it's true, you can't change him. So let's talk about building a supportive environment and the things that we can change when we're in relationships like that. What's right. your, what are your thoughts? I think it comes down to good communication. I mean, any, anybody I ask who's been married for over 50 years, is, is there a secret? And there's no secret. We just talk to one another, you yeah. know, and engage them. And I think women tell, right, instead of mm-hmm. ask sometimes. So mm-hmm. and, and I think a, a man would want to be invited into the process. You know, what do you think about this? Or I was kind of considering I might do this. What advice would you have? And the other thing that I, I, I have realized over the years, and actually Jackie taught me, me this, is if you ask for help, I mean, men like to be asked for help because yes. it's sort of that whole, you know, testosterone, let me be the, you know, the provider kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I would say make sure you formulate really good questions and invite into the process. And that, that is good feedback. You're right. I think one of the things that we forget, both sexes forget, is that we, the sexes speak in two very distinctly different languages. Yeah. Yeah. John Gray, I think, has nailed it, oh, you know, with men, I know. Are, men are from, what is it, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yes. It's actually really good content there. Yeah, it really is. That's that's one of my very favorite books, and I refer to it all of the time. And uh, it's fun. And your book's going to be another one of my new favorites for well, sure. Thank so. you. <laughs> you know, Jackie and I defined success at the very beginning of this as just you know the ability, the opportunity, really to impact one life. Yes. And we we've achieved that just based on the mm-hmm. feedback that we've had. And now I'm thinking, all right, I never aim low. How about impacting millions of lives? Our oldest reader right now is 93, and our youngest yeah. is 9. You oh. know, and I just, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by that because the possibility of changing people's lives and helping them understand that they're not in it alone, I think is just, it's, it's, a, it's a gift, and I, I take it very, very humbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and to have a 9-year-old re- reader, oh my goodness, Think about how many, what I love to think about in terms of my coaching and, and you in terms of your book is that it keeps paying forward. You may impact her, you're impacting her life, but how many impacts is she going to have as a result of reading your book? I know, and I have a real heart for actually working with and teaching young women. So one of the incentives we put forward with um, with this little girl is that as soon as she finishes reading it, she's going to write a testimonial for us. 
Oh. And we're going to publish it in some of our marketing collateral and on our website. So she's oh. really excited about that. So oh. I think just helping people understand, I mean, imagine nine years old, that you can be the cause and the opportunity maker in your own life. Oh, um, that is amazing. She's, this book is going to change a lot of lives. So, Kristen, we're wrapping up with about a minute and a half left in the show. What would you like to leave our readers with and make sure we talk about where they can find you? Yeah, I, I really want people to understand that they can change their perception of what's possible in a lifetime. And, you, and there's so much that's possible. Just be the cause of it. Be the reason for it. And you can find out more at www.imaginebeing.com and join our global community there because we're going to come together and share a lot of information from that point. And if you do want to pick up the book, it's at amazon.com or imaginebeing.com. But really what we want people to do is imagine being in a life they love and then go forward and live it. Imagine being in a life you love and go forward and live it and write about that life, right? And talk about that life and bring others on that path to help uh, support you in attaining that life because it's possible for absolutely everyone. There are no exceptions. Would you agree? I completely agree. Yeah, there are no exceptions. And it's I, if the first step that our listeners takes take is to go out and buy this book and do this workbook well that's an incredibly empowering step and um i hope that i hope that a lot of them will do that i certainly will it's been so wonderful having you on the show kristen and and you just um you make it all sound so achievable and so real and so inspirational. So I just want to thank you for that because sometimes, you know, I I, I feel that people are left with a feeling of, of, oh, this applies to everyone else but me. And, and I hope, I don't think our listeners will have that feeling today. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, that's great. It has really been my pleasure. Thank you. So Kristen Andrus, and Kristen has more to share in the wonderful book that she co-authored. And your co-author's name again? It's Jackie Jean Flowery. She lives in Leeds in the UK. And she's an international consultant as well. What a team. And (laughs) (laughs) you can find more. And what's your website, ma'am, as we say goodbye? It is imaginebeam.com. I love it. Thank you so much, Kristen. We'll talk soon. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on the Her Insight Network on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get